You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright. The power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected. A place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and it's raining here in Southern Cal, so I am celebrating no more drought. I'm back from traveling three continents, and I'm getting my body back into sync from our very magical journey. And I say magical because so many amazing things happened that I really want to share with you. It's all about the law of attraction, and I still look back in awe. Yes, a person who talks about the law of attraction is still amazed by the law of attraction. (laughs) It's really incredible stuff. But tonight, I want to tell you that we have a very, very special physician with us from Germany, Ulver Albright, MD, who decided to forgo practicing Western medicine and only to practice energy medicine in which to teach everyone how to heal themselves. This doctor is absolutely brilliant. And on top of it all, he's a Hay House author. And I'm so happy he could be with us tonight to share some things that I've never really heard before. So, you are going to want to stay tuned for that. Now, back to my magical tour to Nigeria in Germany. After 24 hours of travel time, we landed in Port Harcourt, Nigeria. And we gave our talks to a large crowd of 25,000. And I must tell you, they were all amazing. They have such magnificent energy and they're so beautiful i just melted by their energy and recognized that they were very strong and proud people the experience touched me at such a profound level so many of them gathered to become medical students lawyers accountants electronic masters and business professionals and yes they all had their ipads and computers and their one thing that held true in nigeria or at least the part that i was in is that they had large towers in which their internet could work perfectly and i was grateful because i was able to uh keep in contact with my loved ones as well as the radio network and things that were happening and it was very very good but other than the internet connection the students live in such primitive conditions for years in order to graduate and then they choose to give back their knowledge and education back to their community It was amazing to me that their beauty shined inside and out. And really, I was so delighted at their determination to go all the way through the educational process. It was really, 
really informative. Now, originally, we were supposed to travel on to Norway, but the weather was not cooperating and the conference was called off. So Dr. Sharon Stroud and I decided that we should take a little vacation in beautiful Heidelberg, Germany, before heading on home. First thing I did was jump into a long, hot shower, and I savored every moment because in Nigeria, there is no such thing as hot water. There's no such thing as a dishwasher or laundromat. Everything is done and washed by hand with cold water. So the long, hot shower was uh, a wonderful wonderful opportunity for me to get back into civilization. Now, I want you to remember that I only had two weeks notice of this trip. The first sign that I had that this trip was divinely orchestrated was the fact that I got my passport and visa in just one week. This is unheard of. It usually takes four to six weeks to get all of this together. Another thing is that I've been known in the past to be a nervous flyer. So I actually was dreading the long flight to Nigeria, you know, 24 hours of travel time. But when I got on the plane, there was a deep sense of safety and comfort all the way through. Every plane we got on, it felt just good. Even through the difficult turbulence over the Sahara Desert. I was really quite amazed at how safe and secure I felt traveling on an airplane. Now, the trip into Heidelberg was so magical as we took a three-hour cruise ride down the Rhine River. And to my surprise, as the boat went into the lock, that lock is something that raises the boat up to match the next river flowing downstream. And I recognized the Rhine River from a travel show that I had watched six months prior. And it was talking about the locks. So I saw six months earlier the exact location that I was now on the river. And I stopped and I froze and I'm going, I know about this. I know how the lock works. I know about the upcoming locks. I knew everything. And I had seen it six months before I even knew that I would be going on this trip. And then I started looking back. And I started realizing that there were also intentions that I set without actually realizing what I was doing. I had mentioned to Constance Arnold, uh, you know, who is a very, very close friend of mine, that I needed to start traveling. And that was about six months ago. And then, two weeks before I left, I was invited to go to Africa to speak, all expenses paid, plus a delightful speaker's fee. So the bottom line is, yes, I did create all of this in my hologram. I put out the intention, and yet I didn't focus on it. I let it go completely. I just didn't even 
think back to it. I was so busy working on the Law of Attraction magazine that I never really had a moment to stop and think about actually traveling somewhere. So when Dr. Sharon called me uh, about the trip and I said, oh my goodness, uh, of course, absolutely. And I thought how lucky I was to have this experience. But the truth is, I created it all. It was part of my hologram that I programmed in. Now, I know some of you don't fully comprehend your hologram, but I programmed it just by thinking, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it just be fantastic if I had an adventure of traveling and somehow seeing that travel show led me six months down the road to be right on that river, which again, I didn't know even a week prior that we would be going to Heidelberg and not Norway. So, yes, the universe brought it to me through my hologram. And because of this, I have a better understanding of the law of attraction than I ever had before. This trip was to show me that I am truly a co-creator of every single experience in my life. And the fear that pops up will either propel it forward or stop it dead in its tracks. Yes, I've always believed in the law of attraction. And my life and, and my businesses are proof that it works. But it wasn't until I was sitting aboard that boat on the Rhine River did I fully comprehend the magical law of attraction. It's mind-blowing that I simply stated my intention without really believing that it would happen and completely forgot about it. And it came true faster than I could have ever imagined. So... Stay tuned as I want to share more about this magical side of the Law of Attraction. The Law of Attraction is not foo-foo. It works, it's powerful, and it's magical. Now let's listen to these fast commercials and we'll be right back with Uwe Albright from Germany talking about your body's energy and its ability to diagnose and even heal itself. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network, heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Come join us on Facebook for your daily dose of inspiration and action that reveals the secret within you. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash law of attraction radio network. That's facebook.com forward slash law of attraction radio network. Hi there, Jules here. You know, in today's uncertain times, it is imperative that we stay healthy. And how do we do that? Well, 
One way is by growing your own delicious vegetables. There's a product that I want you to know about whether you live in an apartment or house. It's called the Wiki Planter and it comes complete with its own organic soil and organic algae plus plant food. All you need to do is add your desired plant like lettuce, onions, carrots, and voila! All of a sudden, you have fresh, healthy vegetables at your disposal. Now, what makes the Wiki Planner so unique is that it has its wicking reservoir system with a water level indicator to let you know when it's time to add food and water. The organic algae plus plant food mixed with water is fed to your plants so that they will grow healthy, tall, and lush. The Wiki Planner takes all of the guesswork out of growing your own food and it comes complete with instructions for ease of use for the ultimate success in growing fresh veggies. Go to www.resurgent.store and place your order now while there's still time. Once again, go to www.resurgent.store because there's no time to waste. You'll be glad you did. Now, we have this really terrific medical doctor who chooses not to use the title of doctor. Uwe Albright lives in Berlin and will soon be moving to Austria. He is a successful Hay House author, and he has created the most unique healing and diagnosis cards that anyone can use intuitively. I took these cards with me to Africa and I was so impressed and of course I had to have him on immediately. It's so logical the way your body communicates with you. You are the healer of your body just like you are the creator of your hologram. Isn't it exciting that the consciousness is changing so fast to encompass the fact that we are all healers of our mind, body, and spirit. It's such an exciting time to be alive. So with that, let's welcome Uber Albright to Love Attraction Talk Radio. I am absolutely thrilled to be talking with you about this new way of energy medicine. I'm too, to be able to talk to you and to to tell a little bit of what I invented the last 20 years and um, to give it out as a gift to everybody to use it. So that's what I made it for. I, as I mentioned to you earlier, I have had a lot of energy healers on, but this is the first time I've ever experienced something that you have created. Um, it, it's absolutely brilliant. It's very logical. It makes a lot of sense. So I want to um, really make sure that my listening audience gets the full uh, explanation of this because it's absolutely brilliant. The first thing I want everyone to know is about you uh, and that you will be currently, you're in Germany, but you're going to be moving to Austria. Um, but you are actually a medical doctor. Is that correct? 
That is correct. But I mean, I I had to study medicine. I don't know if I would ever do that again for six years. Um, but it gave me the permission to really be able to invent and lead that kind of new way of medicine and to be accepted fully. So, And on the other hand, I... I um, I really learned to also apply the scientific methods. Mm. So I'm I'm more like a detective who is searching for the insights and trying to bring it in a very easy, applicable form after I understood the really deeper connections. So, And you only can understand the deeper connections when you search for the insights deeply. So in the end, it all came together. So um, that's why it's so logical and so easy, the system. Because it can be easy after you're really fully understood. So you wrote the book, The Course in Healing. Um, and it's basically through your detective work. And a lot of it was intuitive as well, right? It is intuitive, yeah. And um, I don't know when it, I started to be intuitive. When I was a child, I didn't really realize it. And it came up when I when I worked with my clients, it more and more opened up. So it was not one accident or one enlightenment or whatever which opened me up. It was like permanent work over the years um, to really um, to trust my sensing and develop the abilities to tune in, to feel, just use my hands for diagnosing, feel energies and so on. And because I could learn it, I really believe everybody can learn it. Um, it's nothing some only psychic people does have the abilities for. Um, everybody can learn it. In the end, it's only recovering what we all could do when we have been young children, uh, before the school system really killed that abilities. Yes. So every little child was able to do what we are doing. It's so it's it's recovering it, and that's why it's so easy to to integrate this kind of work because it's, you don't learn something new. You simply remember. Oh, that's so important. That is beautifully said. So you basically uh, say that the body already knows what is going wrong in the body. Um, the body knows, or you can ask the body, or you can ask the field through the body. For me, it's not so much the body. It's more the field, the energy field. The energy field knows where it goes. And it just contains everything. It's like it's like the Akasha chronic of our personal life. So this is a field. And I love the word field because this is an acceptable world and a word in, in every different kind of uh, area. So I'm also coaching big companies as a consultant with a method, not only working as a medical doctor. So what I found with, with, with human beings, then I, I applied on animals, on houses, on company systems, political situations, and so on. And now I'm I'm also starting to get accepted in the um, in the business world um, to be a consultant with that way. So in this way, you need to uh, use words which don't make a barrier, which are opening the doors and allow people that they can accept the new way of thinking and applying it. I That's see. Why field, yeah. And the field, in the end, it's. Um, the foundation is that everything what is in harmony, everything what is healthy is in harmony. And everything what is not healthy is in disharmony. So every healthy, every healthy organ, uh, system, body and so on sounds beautiful. And every disharmony disease 
Das Hefit, das sounds somehow ugly. And, and when we are able to receive that kind of harmony, disharmony, um, then we are able to know where it goes. Because all the, the issues, people believe they have symptoms and it started two weeks ago. And when you look deeper, you will find that maybe years ago on the energetical level it already started. But because we couldn't see the energetical level, we couldn't listen to it, we had to wait until it came up, until it came up to the biochemical level and we suddenly realized, oh my God, there's something wrong. But the reality is it often starts way earlier on the, on the more subtle level, levels um, like the energetical, the soul level, and when we are able to to diagnose them all, to see them all, to feel them all, we can see stuff way earlier, normally directly when it started, and then we can easily change it. Mm. Wow. Easily change it. So you're saying that we can actually take control of any dis-ease in our body and correct it into the place, such as cancer, such as... Um, uh, addictions such as anything really we have the power to heal ourselves um i have to i have to tell you that's not true okay good <laughs> because for me it's not i mean i'm a medical doctor consultant and so on and teach people but honestly for me the healing part is not the important part really really not even as a therapist it's not so important for me to heal this is something what happens when people change their life. They get healed. I can't do it as a therapist. It's not my job and it's not my allowance I have. Not the allowance I have. All I can do is show people the patterns, uh, show them how they are responsible and show them ways how they can do it. So the real job I have, the real, the real um, joy of all this work is discovering the patterns to learn and understand how life works, how life goes, how everything is getting created. This is the real fun. And in the moment I understand the patterns and what the root cause is and what the surface is, then I'm able to take responsibility, change my life, and then I don't need symptoms anymore. So, so, so in fact, you are healing or, or the person is healing themselves when they recognize where they're out of balance emotionally, physically. Yeah. For me, it's not like going to a therapist and get fixed. It's the therapist does have the um, does have their 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 call is to help people to understand their life and how right. they are creating life. So and how they are creating issue and what they have to change to not have the issue anymore. So because I'm not feeling responsible right. as a therapist for my clients, you know, I'm I'm responsible for doing a good work. And and for me, there's something I'm always careful with. When I'm starting with someone, I'm always asking in the beginning, am I allowed to do it? Ah. So uh, is, is it in alignment with the need and the necessity to do it? Have I done anything I was allowed to do for everybody involved in the end? So it's not what I can do. I have to honor the personal soul path. Um, I have to honor what people want to experience here and how they want to learn. And um, their steps, I have to honor them. I'm not allowed to take their learning steps away so I can help them on their way um, but I cannot fix them and okay. I don't want right and I see that and what I'm hearing you say is that everyone came in for their own purpose maybe they are supposed to contract cancer and maybe they are they're 
that's just their life purpose is to learn that it would that be correct it's their own responsibility yeah i tell you a beautiful story of a client um he's about 65 and he got cancer in his intestine and he got a surgery and a little bit of chemotherapy and then he stopped the chemotherapy because he realized it's not healthy for him right and um now he's not doing any kind of official of official treatment and the cancer is getting smaller by themselves. Uh-huh. And uh, he said, he told me, you know what, what should I be afraid of? And um, what really helps people to cure their cancer is that they, have, um, that they still have a purpose here on life. Mm. So I'm always asking people when they're coming for cancer treatment, give me one reason why life should give you more time here on the planet. Wow. If you have nothing to do anymore here on the planet, then you can go. But if you have something still to do, to manifest, to be an instrument for, and it's not supporting the grandchildren, it's really what do you want to do creative, what do you want to manifest here for yourself, then life does give you the chance to fulfill it. So this man was so in peace with himself. He knows what he does have to do here. He's putting his hands on his belly every day and and meditating with his, with his organs and cells and just giving them love and health. And the cancer inside of him, you can measure with the method I found, you can measure so many parameters. So for example, I could measure how aggressive is the cancer inside of him. And it was about 25% of aggressivity. And um, it is like a, like a teddy bear in his, in his belly. So like, like, you know, he could snuggle with. It was like almost a friend in his belly. So, and it got smaller by himself. Oh, wow. Now, the cancer is so aggressive because we are fighting against it. Yes. And it's, it's, it's always the same. You know, we have the light and the dark side. And we're always fighting against the dark side. But if we are in service for the dark side because we are using it to get control over others and, and just, uh, just try, not, try that other people don't see our insecurity or fear anymore... Or if we fight against the negative side, both ways nourishing the negative side. The negative side doesn't care where the energy comes from by being in service or by fighting against. So in the moment we fight against cancer, we nourish cancer. And in the moment we lose the fear and we say, okay, we don't ignore, but we say, you know what, Let's, I, I don't care. You know, I know what I have to do here, but I don't go into fear. Then we don't nourish it and then we do have a chance. And this is what we can do. We can help people to find that wonderful confidence and peace with themselves and help them to find their soul purpose. And this is the real work, to help people to find their soul purpose and to live it. And then life supports them and doesn't have to give them all the signs as, as pain or as cancer or as accidents or as whatever. These are in the end only signs. You know, life is giving you a sign. Hey, you're on the wrong way. Take a turn. Yeah. That's that's absolutely wonderful. And I get it. The fear actually can be as simple as you're healing from the flu, which you normally heal from. But if you have fear about it, it's actually going to stay longer. Would you agree with that? Yeah, the fear is nourishing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, that's it's good energy, to... you know. It's it's a strong energy fear. So and if we have fear about something, we call it in with this energy. 
So you made a very powerful statement in the book, A Course in Healing, and uh, you said you grew up as an atheist, and then you quoted quoted physicist Werner Heisenberg, who stated the first gulp from a glass of natural science will turn you into an atheist, but at the bottom of the glass, God is waiting for you. That is so beautiful. Tell me and explain how you understand all of this energy as to be defined as God. How did you get to that point? That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's, you know, I, I when I when I started to invent inner wise, and this is a name which came up for the system I invented, and I realized that so much in my life is guided, simply guided. All the people I met, the situations, the process I had to went through, uh, everything made a sense in the end. So there must be a bigger intelligence behind, intelligence behind, and. Um, if I surrender to that intelligence, I'm, I'm getting guided. So this is like what I experienced, that um, um, there, isn't, there is something behind it. It doesn't matter if I call it God or the absolute or what kind of name I choose for it. For sure, it doesn't have a beard and it doesn't have white hair. <laughs> but it's, um, it's an, it, for me, it's an intelligent field behind. And... Um, and as more I'm meditating, as more I'm turning into an instrument for it, as more beautiful my life gets. Mm -hmm. So would you say that this energy is more of uh, love, the, the, the energy of love? It is the energy. I mean, love is for me, it's love is only presence. And for me, it's not to see the divine outside of us. It's more to see myself as an expression of the divine. Mm. So the, the divine is in, within everybody of us. So, for example, when you, when you talk about love, when you feel, when you measure the, the percentage of charge in someone, charge is the opposite of what love is. Love doesn't have a, it doesn't have, have a, um, a directed energy, a charge. Love is simply presence. And everything else, if you call it fear or anger or hate or whatever you want to call it, it all does have a charge. Or, um, um, and in this way, it's so interesting to measure the level of charge with, uh, within someone and to know how they are creating and reacting in life. So if I take in care with meditation and just clearing myself, and that's a permanent work that my charge is really low, that means like, for example, 2%, then 98% are love. So I'm an instrument of the divine. Mm -hmm. And if life for me is so beautiful, so rich. I have such a peace in me. And it's like, it's like this permanent state of happiness inside. Wow. You say, wow, this is like just a bliss, you know? This is what life could be. So, but then I see a lot of people, they're walking around with 50% of charge or even up to 80% or 90% of charge. And this is like, this is turn in, turns into aggression against themselves and others. Like someone with a high charge is looking for someone with a lower to erase some of their own charge. Uh, this is how people react in between. People make war out of that. People rape each other, hit each other and so on, just to get rid of their charge they are collecting. So 
and and they are destroying themselves like every symptom is an expression of the charge they have within them mm-hmm. so if i take care that my charge is going down and i take care that my environment keeps it down and i inspire others by be having a beautiful life and and this is the only way we can influence others by inspiring it's like the harry and sally effect no the lady said i want the same drink as she, she had you know this movie where she had this wonderful orgasm oh yeah said, right <laughs> you always said everyone has the same drink so this is the only <laughs> way we can influence others by inspiring yeah so if, if we live it and we show that it's possible that we don't have to live in fear that we don't have to live compromises that we that we can have a flow a healthy situation we can have like everything like even money everything is there what you need um if you do it this way, then other people said, oh, I want the same. So that's why for me, the divine is uh, within us. And we are an instrument when we are have a low charge, but means we are almost like a, the presence of love. I love how you said that a low charge is allowing us to access that divine essence. Yeah. That that's very important for us to realize. Is there a way that many of us can come together and focus on this love energy in which to change the way we, you know, operate as far as wars and and things? I'm I'm passionate about stopping war because there's such an easier way to live. But the worry is, for me, am I charging up the wrong energy by saying no more war? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, because you have two negative words in your in your expression. Right. Yeah, no and war. Um, for me... Um, the first thing we have to live it authentically with integrity. What we what we want to manifest in others, or want to see someone else, we have to live it. If we are not authentic, we don't change, make any change somewhere. That's number one. And for me, this coming together and all praying, for sure, it does have a little effect, but it's not the most effective way of treating situations. Okay. For me, it's more like if you see a situation as an intelligent being, it's a being by themselves. Um, and you treat it like a being, you analyze it and treat it like a being, then you have a way better possibility to change the situation. For example, you, you have a team or you have a, a company, or you have a, a political situation, you have a war zone. Even the war zone is an own being. Interesting. And we have to, we have to understand the patterns in the being of the war zone, of the Ebola disease in Africa, of the you know Ukrainian conflict, of the, the the sport team, of these are all systems, intelligent systems, vital systems. And in the moment we we understand that systems in a human being, we know how to analyze it. We know that we understood the patterns, what's going on, and we understood how to influence it. Then we are able to see the bigger systems also this way. I mean, the client is a little bit bigger, but it's still a client. Right. So, and the the interesting thing is that the patterns you you are finding in a human being, these are the same patterns you're finding in a war zone as a system. Wow. 
there is no difference. So everything in the uh, what what's in the big is also in the small. Um, there is not not a really not a big difference. That's why if we learn to diagnose ourselves only with our hands to find out what's going on, where are the disharmonies, how it's connected with something else, where can I influence? <clears throat> when I'm when I'm learning this with myself, and when I'm then applying all that wonderful wisdom to a bigger system, to my family structure, my relationship, my company, the school where the kid's going, or the, 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 the town, or even bigger systems, then I will see how easy it is to change them. But we always have to be careful. Is it our, do we have the allowance to influence? Mm, is yeah. it with alignment, is it a need and a necessity? Um, you know, if we, if we do what we can do, something will really bad hit our, badly hit our fingers because we did a mistake. Mm-hmm. We're manipulating. We are not allowed to manipulate. We are not allowed to tell someone what they have to do and how they have to change their life. We have to wait until they ask. Uh... We have to be really careful. So we cannot fix the world. Um, we, have to, we have to wait until we have the allowance to give a little influence. And as bigger the systems are getting as smaller the influence is we are allowed at all to give. Because if you are changing such a huge structure, imagine you are coaching a, com- a company with a thousand employees. Yeah. And you, you just change the sound of the system. And the system does have a soul and a sound and everything is there. And you're changing the sound of the system and you're forgetting one department in that company. Everything else is, is turning their, their dance to the new music. And you forgot that department, they are kicked out. They're completely kicked out, you know. That's uh-huh. the same thing what you have in a relationship. You, you suddenly change and you can't feel your partner anymore. Or your organ, your, your, your structure, your, 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 your body, everything does have uh, the same identity, your identity. And something in your body, for example, the kidneys, the liver or whatever, does have a different field, a different identity. It's not integrated anymore. It's kicked out and it's not functioning. So that's why we have to be so careful. That's, my, that's why my suggestion is let's start with ourselves. And if we understood and it works out and we really live a different way of living, then come together and work as teams with bigger structures. And we just opened up a business school where we are teaching consultants to treat systems, even up to the biggest systems. Wow. And... Um, and they have to work together as a team. So three, four, five consultants have to have the same results when they're testing. They have to agree when they're influencing. Um, so that, because the responsibility is so high. Wow. That is, that is so important, what you just said. And it's to treat that energy of what it is I I, this is absolutely brilliant so let's go on to your course in healing because you teach people how to test with their arms to see what the body is saying to them or their energy field is saying to them by uh, it's it's a form of muscle testing right it is a form of muscle testing, and you are directly communicating with your unconsciousness. 
is this when you're when you're testing people in coma and you simply silently think a word and they are answering with a different length of their arm they can say yes or no to the question while they're in a coma they are in a coma wow they are not conscious at all and you're not even speaking out the word you're just thinking the word or you're writing it on a piece of paper putting it on their body and you take their arms and pull them a little bit downwards downwards on, on top of their lap um, without touching the lap, really important with this testing. And uh, then they have a different language, yes and no. And if you put a stress on them, they show the no answer. If they don't have a stress, they show the yes answer. The yes answer is the same length of the arm. The no answer is the different length of the arm. Mm -hmm. So we can we can do that with all the listeners. They can I can teach them how they do it oh, on please, their own Oh, please, please, that'd be wonderful. But I want to go a little bit deeper first um, okay. to understand what happens. Um, everybody can test. Everybody is able to find an answer within themselves. And a lot of us believe they can't do it, and some believe, oh, the pendulum is doing or the wand is doing or the machine is doing it, but they can't do it without. But that's not true. All these kind of testing devices, tools, and so on, only expressing a change in our body. So if the listeners now, if you are closing your eyes, and um, the best is you're standing up, mm -hmm. closing your eyes, tuning in your body, your breathing, your energy field, the muscles, the tendons, uh, standing position, the rhythms, everything. Just, just feel yourself. And then... Remember a beautiful situation in your life where you have been totally happy. And observe what this memory is doing with your field, your breathing, your, your muscles, your body, with everything inside you. And then think about something negative you experience in your life. You can decide on your own how negative you, it should be. Or it could be. So it's something negative. What is this negative memory doing with you? Your face, your muscles, breathing, and so on. Wow, there's a huge difference. Right, and now turn back to something positive. And now turn back to something or go into something negative, but something different this time. And now come back to the now, something positive. So normally everybody is able to feel a difference. If you are able to feel a difference in your body with a positive or negative memory, then you are able to test. Everybody is able to test. And what you're doing for testing is you're standing up, your arms are hanging relaxed beside your body. You relax your shoulders. You don't care about the answer which comes up. It's like you're, you're testing someone else, not yourself. Mm. It's really important. Yeah. So then you say yes and bring your arms in front of your lap together that the thumbs meet each other. So you measure with the, with the nails of the thumbs. And when you bring the arms together with the thumbs in front to the front, they should have the same length. Mm 
Then you bring the arms back to the side, relax, say no and bring them together in front of your lap. And then normally they have a different length. Right. One arm is shorter suddenly. It's like a lie detector. And there's a dramatic difference too. There it's... is a dramatic difference. It could go up to 10 centimeters. Wow. You know, in the beginning, it's often only one centimeter or two or three. But if you relax, as more you relax, as more you clear up, as bigger the difference is. So it's really important to come from the side. You know, your arms hanging relaxed to the side. You say something or think something negative. Wait a quarter of a second. Bring the arms together in front of your lap. And then you normally have a wonderful difference. So this is the way how your body is expressing what you could also feel with your breathing and your face and your muscles before. Now it's showing it as a difference of the arm length. But it's not the arms doing it. The arms are only showing what your body is anyway receiving. That's why everybody can test. So, and now you can do um, the following. You can, you can stand in front of the clothes in the morning and you just visualize to wear the red for the day. And you bring your arms together. If they have the same length, it's fine. It fits for the day. But if the length difference is there, one arm is shorter, red is not the right color for you for today. So you are in the supermarket, you are standing in front of yogurt or a salad and you're just visualizing to eat the salad, to drink this, what you, what you see, whatever. Or to use the washing powder with your whole family and the family is wearing the clothes afterwards. And you bring your arms together. And if the, arm, the, the arms just have the same length, your body's saying, oh, that fits. But if they have a different length, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't take it. You should buy something different. Mm. So <clears throat> with that food, for example, there is another way the body can talk to you. When you bring the arms not only one time together in front of your lap, so they're coming together in the front, shortly to the side, to the front, side, front, side, front. Um, if you are allergic to something, the length difference is even getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm. So the body can in the end say, I like it. It's okay. The thumbs have the same length. I don't like it. They have a different length. And if you bring them together a few times, the length difference doesn't change. Or I'm allergic to something. The length difference is growing bigger and bigger if you bring the arms together more than one time. It's, isn't it wonderful how the body can tell? Yes. So, and now there might be a few people uh, as listeners, they don't get a difference right now, or they have with the yes already a difference. Um, if you visualize a scale, and the scale is, is like, it's balanced. This is like a normal yes. The arms have the same length. But if you already have on one side, uh, like a rock, and the, balance, the, the scale is already out of difference, and then you start to test, you say yes, the length difference is already there. If you put on the other side of a scale or rock two, both arms are down. Yeah, so you might have with a yes a difference and with a no the same length. It means you have been in, out of balance before already. And um, this is one option. And the other option is that you don't have a difference at all. You say yes and no and that there's no length change at all. Then you are on a complete blockage. Oh. You are like frozen in an ice block. This is the worst situation. So what you do when you not have the optimum, like a yes, same length, no, different length, you simply visualize what you could do, like a what-if game. If I use essential oils, 
or if I use water, or if I use a herbal tea, or if I use crystals, or homeopathic remedies, or whatever, if you think about the right solution, in that moment, suddenly the arms are getting balanced. Ah, yes. Or the blockage disappears. Then you know which direction you have to go. Then you might have to drink the herbal tea, or you might have to meditate with the crystals, or might have to take the homeopathic pills, or you simply visualize to do it. So uh, when you are diagnosing and treating, you might find on the tree the bird and say, wow, look at this, but the bird is sick. That's my symptom. And then you look back and you see a, see a little worm on the ground and said, wow, and this is because the bird is sick, because the worm was not okay, the bird was eating. And then you look to the other corner over there behind a the bush, and there you have the chance to influence the whole system. You can't treat the bird up there in the tree. You have to understand the pattern, how the bird got sick and where you could influence. Because behind the bush, there might be some people have thrown some toxins there. The worm have eaten them, was moving over a few meters to the other side. The bird was eating them. So, and you can only clear up the situation behind the bush where the toxins are. Wow. So this is what we have to understand. People, normal medicine, and it was the biggest mystic in medicine ever, was to start to treat symptoms. Symptoms are simply the red warning lamp on the Titanic. Hey, wake up, there's an iceberg coming. <laughs> you know, and the stupid ones take a hammer and destroy the warning lamp. So this is, <laughs> this is what conventional medicine is doing. They're destroying the warning lamps. Right. So don't treat a symptom. It's stupid. I I'm get it. I get it. Is that the, re the reason for your uh, cards, your inner wise healing system, so that you can figure out what is going on with your body? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> back to the point. So I'm teaching on one side people the testing, and the testing is supporting them to trust in their intuition and sensing again. Okay. But they have to come together like you shrink two, two hands together. The testing and the intuition have to meet. Okay. And, and only then it's useful and, and applicable. So only testing is boring, only sensing is getting lost. And this is, this is I'm teaching both ways, and I teach people to integrate them. That's why, um, that's all part of the system. So, but then if you check the body, for example, you test your body, and you can do it in the way you give an impulse to your liver. It's just using your hands and like an energy wave on the liver. And now there comes something really important. If you just see the liver as structure and biochemistry, then you will only get an answer for the structural and biochemical level of the liver. Oh. But if you see the liver as structure, biochemistry, does have a rhythm, a sound, does have some mental components, emotional, energetical, soul components, and the unknown level which we don't understand yet. If you give the impulse with the consciousness, you are giving an impulse on all eight levels. The liver is answering on all eight levels. So impulse to the liver and you bring your arms together and if you have stress, the liver says, I have a problem on one of these levels, minimum. So this is the impulse technique. So you use the arm length test and you simply make a statement. For example, I'm eating yogurt, I'm wearing this, or I'm giving an impulse to the liver. And then same length of the arms means liver is fine. Clothes are fine, yogurt is fine. Different length means not good. So when you start the arm length test, just make statements. When you're a little bit more used to it, then you can also integrate, integrate questions and... Um, 
you have to think what 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 could the answer mean? I mean, when I'm saying, will I die if I eat the toxic mushrooms? And my arms have the same length, then I should not eat the toxic mushrooms, except I want to die. <laughs> but I use the question. That's why normally, if applied with statements, and if you want to go deeper, move on to questions. <laughs> but you see, it's like a movie, and so in this way, you're you're having a wonderful overview. And um, I was just publishing, uh, one of my books got published, it's called Intuitive Diagnose, and it turned into a bestseller immediately in Germany and Austria. Wow. And it's a big, it, well, it's just, it's on translation already. So it teaches people how to diagnose themselves with any kind of device. So for 20 years as a medical doctor, I didn't use lab tests. I didn't use x-ray, ultrasound, blood pressure, testing, a measurement, uh, um, uh, heart monitoring, nothing. I did not use any of the traditional medicine, medical diagnostic methods. And I did only did the diagnosing with my hands and sensing. And it works. <laughs> and it goes so much deeper, you know, because when you, when you have like the, the, the lab test, you have to wait until the organs are minimum half destroyed. So only when the function of the liver is minimum halfly destroyed, the parameters going up. The kidneys have to destroy to 60%, then they go up. So it's a, these are late parameters. Peter believed that the, the traditional diagnosis gives an early parameter. That's wrong. It's almost too late when the classical parameters show something. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. They, and, and medicine, traditional medicine doesn't go into the holistic approach as to what is really going on within the mind and and um, emotions of a person. So it's like they're only diagnosing when it's too late. Yeah, I mean, the surgeon only looks for the structure. The, 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 the general practitioner looks for the biochemistry. The psychologist looks for, for the emotions. The reincarnation therapist looks for the soul. But who of them is looking for all of this? Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, some others too, you know. This is great. This is great. Now we only have a few minutes left, but I've got to get into these cards because this is so unique and it works because I tried it. As a matter of fact, I was in Africa and I was trying it and it was just wonderful. So please talk to us about these cards. Yeah, I mean when you when you're able to diagnose stuff on all levels, you need also tools to clear all levels so what kind of medications or remedies are using to clear all of these levels so then i and i thought i make my own ones so first i i reinvented the bach flowers and then i designed remedies so i have more thousands of remedies designed now and i put them into cards and uh, the little green box you're using this is simply the the box for everybody there's also a big professional box and the cards are like gates so you enter through the gates, you enter the, the soul of the remedy. So in this way, you make an upload of the question, you get a download of the answer. And the answer is perfectly individualized. So uh, you are, in the end, you, can, you have all the cards, they all look the same. Mm -hmm. And you intuitively pick the cards which are balancing the disharmony you found before. You intuitively find the answer just feeling, picking the right card, the card is a gate providing you the, the energy you need, individualized, and this way you're composing an uh, energetical symphony. 
And uh, we even did some tests here in Germany with like real blood pressure medication and uh -huh. only the energy field, the energy pattern of the same blood pattern, blood pressure medication, we have the same results. So we still believe we can, I mean, we are, we are pressing a button and sending a photo all around the world in one second. But we still believe that we have to take chemical substances to change the body. Mm. That's middle age. Yeah. You know, medicine didn't arrive in the digital, digital age, age, but it's really time. And we only, you know, when, you, when you're falling in love, suddenly some, some, some symptoms completely disappear. Yeah. You know, and we only need frequencies. But we have to place the frequencies on the right point. And this is the art. Oh, I love it. This is fantastic. And, and tell people how they can, well, one, the Course of Healing book actually has a, a, a CD in it, or a DVD, I'm sorry, which you can yeah. watch, and it fully explains. But these two together are just brilliant. How do we get these? Um, you how can do we order purchase them? them? Uh, you can order them on Amazon, and every bookstore in, in the United States can order them. So they are in a warehouse, okay. and they are simply have to be ordered. Okay. And you can also purchase them through our website, and you find so much more information on the website, innerwise.com. Innerwise.com. You simply need to know that a few weeks before, we started to change the whole website. So it was one huge website, and we're now dividing it in 12 separate websites. And we are just designing them, part of them already in English, and part of them are coming the next week in English. So be a little bit patient, but the store is in English where you can order the book. Yeah. Now, just one information, the, the, the deck is published by Hay House. Oh, yes. And, uh, and the Yes, No book about the Armlengths test is also published by Hay House. So this is available everybody in the, all the stores. Yuver, thank you so much. Again, you're such a blessing to this world. I love your books. I love everything you're doing. And um, we're going to be talking very soon. Thank you, Jules. Thank you so much. And we are all out of time. To all my wonderful listeners out there, have a great week. We'll be back with more on The Law of Attraction next week. Talk to you later. Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.